Welcome to another episode of Life and Times with Tub City. As the host, I'm always grateful for the incredible guests we've had on the show who've left a lasting impression on my life. So today I want to talk about the company that's been making a difference in countless lives all across America, Pin Waste. P-I-N stands for Power in Numbers. Pin Waste is revolutionizing the way HOAs manage their waste and recycling services. They've developed the Pin app, which empowers HOAs to negotiate group deals for services like pest control, bulk item removal, trash can cleaning, and most importantly, trash and recycling. Think of Pin Waste as the perfect blend of Groupon and Nextdoor, designed exclusively for HOAs. Their platform allows communities to leverage their size and secure the best deals with vendors. I'm all about bringing value to your life, and that's why we partnered with Pin Waste. Ready to lower your waste bill and make a positive impact? Then just visit www.pinwaste.com and mention that you heard about them from the Life and Times with Tub City podcast. Their services are available nationwide so everyone can join the Pin Waste movement. Save money, go green, and make a difference with Pin Waste today. Welcome back to another episode of uh, Life and Times with Tub City. We got a special we got a special guest in come from part two, and we have some special hosts in uh, here. Got DJ M. Dot, Miami Heat DJ, Jamie Foxx Tour G DJ, and one of my best friends in the world. Thank you for coming, my brother. And I'm still broke. We don't believe that. With all those, all those accolades and titles and stuff, I still ain't got nothing in the bank. Let me hold something. I, I see the budget about, around here with the podcast, the new mic. $17 right now. I'm going to ask you for 18 uh, <laughs> I'm going to one-up you. <laughs> we also got one of my friends from years ago. She's amazing. She's in town, so she decided to come through and, and help co-host Dr. Good. She's like, she's a real doctor, people, and she's... Uh, Not like a medical doctor. It doesn't matter. You got I mean, the D. I mean, I do have the D. First yeah. part of your name. and. True. She's an educator extraordinaire, accolades out this world that I don't know. I just call her the Michelle Obama of Connecticut. So, but thank you for coming, Miss Doc, Dr. Good. Oh, I'm so glad to be here, even though I didn't know I was going to be here until the drive over. But that's okay, hey, because anything from showbiz, my old friend, showbiz. my old friend there, that's all right. I'll, I'll come through. And she got hands, just in case you hear the term doctor and think she ain't got no hands. Yeah. <laughs> She got hands. I, I did meet I did meet him in a boxing yeah. gym. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, for clarification purposes. Yep. <laughs> Run up on it if you want to in Connecticut. <laughs> yes. And the reason we're here. I swear this never happens. Oh no. You passed my phone. Bro. Alright. So what are we supposed to do? I know. Nothing. I'm gonna edit my ass out. Alright. Oh. oh. No, you sh- you don't want to be funny if you just walked yeah, in yeah, like and interrupted, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we went back to it. <laughs> it would be funny. Like you should do that every episode. He should he's, no, no. That's he should, that should be a skit. That, that's a thing. He should forget something every, every episode. <laughs> I swear to you, that'd be a great skit. What he forget to date? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the reason we're here, Miss Megan Marie Haynes. Uh, thank you for coming back. We were uh. This is your part two, because your part one backstory was actually the first episode ever recorded. It was supposed to be a test run, and it turned out to be one of the biggest episodes, the biggest episode that we have. So thank you for coming back to Life and Times with Tub City. So So since your episode came out... um. The people of Leota, 
the people of Kansas, your friends everywhere, your network, what's been the, the overall consensus of your story? Because you had some great moments, but you also shared some things that were, you know, very impactful in your life. How, yeah. how, what's been the, the, the consensus? Um, it's crazy because no one was supposed to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Too late. <laughs> yeah. You know, my parents, uh-huh. family hearing it for the first time. Yeah. Uh, tons of feedback from people all over, honestly. Mm-hmm. Lots of women just yeah. so positive and you you so encouraging. A, uh, you said you had someone come up to you like crying. Yes. Yeah. Like the nail salon. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. And she said, yeah, I listened and she gave me a hug and said she didn't, hadn't known what to say and was so uh-huh. glad to run into me. And yeah, so it's been great. So that's good. I'm glad that something that wasn't supposed to be heard was heard, but then it was a good, good things that came about from it. Um, Did you ever like talk to anyone else about it? Oh, this was like the first time. Like, yeah, when a couple of the things that I said, that was like, I was thinking I was just saying it to him, yeah. like second person in the world <laughs> ever. So this was kind of like a form of therapy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did that have you re-therapize yourself? Is that a word? We're going to make no, it that, one. That's not a word. We can't be using that word. We have a doctor in the building. We can't make up words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will. Yes, you go ahead. You re-reflect. Can, use that. You can, can you re-reflect? No, you can't. No, can you re-reflect. You go. You go. Can you? Did, did you need to go back to therapy? <laughs> no, it was therapy. Okay, okay. there you yeah. go. There yeah. you go. So re-therapize. Yeah. That the word. Yeah. No, okay. it was. It was so good for me because it was at. It came at a point in time where it was just time to let some things go. Yeah. Air it all out, and yeah. it was great. So what was one of the, well, there was a couple things, but what do you think was the most impactful thing for yourself, not even the people? Like, what did it do to you when you, like, released or unpacked the luggage? Like, what was the thing that, because it helped other people, but what, how did it help you when you say it was therapy? I think the the part that I've gotten the most, positive feedback about is about the, like the sexual trauma mm-hmm. and just so many women saying, I thank you for being a voice. I wish I had the strength to do it. And so being able to talk back to those people and say, you know, find your voice, address it, deal with it. That's, I feel like that's been more therapy for them than it was for me, except for it came at a point where I felt comfortable for people to know my story and not scared that they would use it against me. Oh, you were worried about that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'd been married for, I'd been with him for about 15 years and there were so many things that happened in our relationship that made me, I mean, because he knew a couple of those things that I shared. He was the only other person that knew. Mm -hmm. And so for him to use that against me, almost as a a form of emotional abuse, Mm -hmm. um, had kept me in a space that wasn't, I didn't feel safe or comfortable. I wasn't going to tell anyone again. You was going to take it to the grave? Yep. And then in that moment, though, when you released that, I mean, you said, you're like, you're the second person I've told. Yeah. And you, did you feel that release in the moment or did it come when you saw the reaction from people? No, I mean, I felt the release in the moment because 
no one else was supposed to hear it. So just saying it out loud was yeah. releasing it for me. So there were, I mean, there were a couple of things that happened. And the big thing for me was I see how motherly you are. And then the raising of, you know, I've been there where you're raising someone else's kid. They're your kids, but they're not biologically yours. Like that was a big thing for you and the mother, the motherliness of yourself. Like you, that's a huge thing to step up and do that. And it seemed like you did it in a pretty good manner. And then it was kind of like, would you say stripped from you or you just dissolved it or what? Like, yeah, I mean, man, that's so tough because when we did the first part, I was only, that was like in June, that was only like six months out from being, trying to adjust to life as two, like a family of two from a family of five. Um, I talked a little bit in the first part about how um, the oldest Jackson, I'd been around, like he's 16 now, I'd been around for almost 15 years. And so helping raise him and I'm really good friends with his mom. I think I mentioned that. Um, That's the reason that I stayed. A lot of people don't know um, more details of the marriage, but I really grieved the heart, probably one of the hardest things I've ever been through was the divorce. And it wasn't because I lost him. It was because I lost Jackson and I lost Grayson. And even though Grayson came, came the way he came about, you know, he's, he was five at the time. Um, And of course uh, my ex was having an affair and had the baby out while we were still married. Um, Even in that scenario, like I missed him so much. It was so hard for me to lose him and still is so hard. Mm. We actually get to still see him every once in a while, but Mm. Um, and, and same with Jackson, you know, he's, he's a teenager, he's busy, but that's been the hardest thing is, is losing them per se. Mm-hmm. What, did, how did you replace, did you try to replace or did you just reinvent your daily routine? You know, I think, I think this time, because my ex and I had separated before I'd filed for divorce before, um, but I never cut ties with the boys before. So I continued to have my same role with them, which always drug me back in. And so this time, I think for myself, I had to step back and say, you know, I needed to be real with what my what my life was going to look like and what was healthy for me and also what was healthy for the boys. Gotcha. Um. You did that? How how did your your biological son go? Did, was it something for him? Jay, oh man, Jay Jay struggled really. Um, he really struggled at first because you know he was the one out of the three that had dad coming home every night mm-hmm. his whole life. I mean, home every night. You know, living in the same home this, um, his whole life, and so for him, and then the the other two came back and forth. So for him, I feel like it was the biggest adjustment because, you know, dad wasn't around at all. And it was the first time for him. And then brothers weren't coming. And he's like, what is going on? Mom, fix it. Yeah. You know, give me my life back. He would say that all the time. I just want my old life back. Uh-huh. So, you know, going through what I was going through and then trying to. So you got double duty. 
Yeah. Double stress. Huh? Absolutely. Because you're you're grieving for yourself, but you're also grieving for your son. Yes. And yeah. because um, I have him, I had him full time and he really wasn't seeing his dad a lot at the time. I really felt like I couldn't grieve. I mean, I grieved, you know, when yeah, the lights privately. were off. Yep, yeah. Yep. But I had to be so strong all the other time. And so it took me a while really to get through that. So you said something about um, your oldest stepson, mm-hmm. cool with her mom, his mom, mm-hmm. and then the youngest stepson, you're cool. That's, for me personally, that's not normal. No. That everybody's cool, but how did you... They're from a small town, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, you're going to see each other. Everybody know everybody. <laughs> you're going to see them. <laughs> 50 people graduated in their class. Hey, it wasn't I that town. I 50 people today alone. <laughs> Go through my phone. That, there were 50 text messages today alone. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we don't get along. But how did you... Did, was that natural, or did that... Did that progress? I am a super non-confrontational type of person, and I'm very easy to get along with. Mm. So with Jackson's mom, at first, we weren't like friends from the beginning, but we became very good friends over time because really from the jump, her and I met to exchange. I mean, he was like one and a half, two. Yeah. And we exchanged. It was just her and I. And we figured out the schedules because they couldn't communicate. And so it was really easy. And she's like, she's amazing. She's easy to get along with too and friendly. And um, naturally, we just, I don't know. We didn't have to try hard to get along. Um, of course, with the second, with the second's mom, that was much more complicated because in my mind, she had an affair with my husband. She had a baby while I'm married. And so her and I didn't get, I mean, I never was confrontational with her, but there was a long period of time when I didn't put myself in a in a situation to be around her because I didn't want to be disrespectful and I didn't want to put Grayson in, in a bad you say situation. In, when You say in your mind. You know, when I say in my mind, I'm making whatever I'm thinking right. Mm-hmm. So is in your mind what it really was? No. I mean, so fast forward to today and her and I have had conversations and of course have to communicate. We don't have to, but we do communicate for the boys. Yeah. And we have found we have found a friendship in that mm-hmm. because we've he's put us through a lot of the same things. I was just the wife and she was just the one that thought she was going to be a wife, I think. Uh-huh. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. So this is a lot. Yeah. Because even lot. you talk about, we went through like your childhood to adolescence to young adult trauma, but then it's still considered trauma, even though it looks like divorce or breaking up or just raising kids. It's still trauma. So you still like was going through it even during the process of your separation or divorce. Yeah. I mean, let's talk, I'll talk about the real trauma of it. So um, we had went to Mexico. I didn't even know we were having any problems. I mean, we bickered. Just when you're married. Yep. Okay. Still married. Go to Mexico in September. We have a huge fight in Mexico. We come home and he would always say, I mean, I'm, I'm not perfect. And I think in the first part I mentioned I mean, I did love him and I was a good wife. Mm -hmm. And so 
I would say um, things like I felt devalued because I did everything when it came to the boys, all the transporting back and forth. There were times when I would go. I remember a time when Jay had a football game in Hutch or maybe one of them had a football game in Derby, which is like an hour away. Take that one to the football game and then have to drive to McPherson because the oldest one has a football game. Then he forgets his shoes. We have to like be early. We're on a time crunch. Get back. I would do that not for football, but for basketball. I remember dropping Jay off at a basketball practice, driving to McPherson to drop Jackson off at practice, coming back to pick Jay up and then having to get back to, and you guys don't understand the logistics of it, but that's like, it's, that's only, it's only, it's only Fort Lauderdale to Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Miami. Oh, and, <laughs> and then, and then I would say, I, I would In like, traffic. they're not yeah. going. Yeah, they're not yeah. going. <laughs> They're going to miss this practice. No, the guy, I mean, they're young, practice. right? So it, it is. They're going to miss this yeah. They're going to miss this practice, yeah. And so, got to have snacks in the he car. He was off oh, the salami. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. hungry. I am the youngest one who right. needs fed. And right. I'm, I'm he had no the, skill position. He was, yeah. he was the old line. He was on the line. Yeah, number yeah. one. He yeah. had the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> he had the outfield playing back. Yeah. Not to mention this is at the end of a work day. And then I would say, like, man, it was a lot. And he's like, well, we got to do what we got to do. You know, but it was never him doing Calm it. Calm down, doctor. Calm <laughs> <laughs> down, doctor. Where's that we? Yeah. Where's that so, we? And, and then, you know, homemade food, house is clean all the time, laundry's done. He doesn't, you know, help with that stuff, period. Um, and then he would say, well, all you do is bicker or all you do is bitch. And I would say, well, you know, you don't appreciate it. I might well, if no you're just help, neither. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then he would say, well, if that's how you're going to be, I'm just not, I don't want to be here. And so... So we're in Mexico, like those type of problems. Yeah. I didn't see those as deal breakers, right? Because this is even after the baby. Not even flags, though. Like, no, oh, right. he's trying to plant he's seeds. Right. Yeah, like, I'm trying to. Oh, right. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So um, then we go to Mexico. We kind of, we get in a big fight. We come on home. Vacation. Yep. On vacation. Now, a vacation that I had waited <laughs> about three, four years for. Did you um, pay for it? Uh, he mm. paid, he actually paid for oh, this trip, say, so I can't paid, take well, that away. But okay, Let's let's also Podcast add. <laughs> we're done let's, here, Jose. Yeah, we're done. Uh, walk in again, Jose. Yeah, we're done. Can you please clearly state that you did not pay for the? <laughs> yes. Okay. Let, for the record. But let's also add COVID in there. So when COVID started, I remember it was in March, and we were supposed to go away for my birthday, just like out of town hotel night adults. That was going to be the first time in two years I had been without a kid at night. Mm -hmm. The first time. And we'd had it planned. I'm watching March Madness, Big 12 tournament, shut it down. And all of a sudden, so we don't get to go on the trip. Mexico happens two years later. So we hadn't even been out as adults in like, I mean, almost it felt like four years. I don't know if that's exactly how long it was, but it was awful. Yeah. So we, so he's paying for Mexico, right? So I'm excited. We go, um, have this huge fight in Mexico, come home. Um, it was on a, a Saturday night. We got in late. My mom had been there with the kids. She left Sunday morning. We're like mowing and doing laundry on Sunday. And he's like, I don't know what he said, something. And I was like, man, that's all you do is complain. And he's like, oh, here you go, bitch. And again, he's like, I, this is why I don't want to be here. And I was like, if you don't want to be here, then leave. And he left. Oh yeah, he went to go mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he leaves, but for three weeks he lets. He left me, for three weeks. He he packs a bag. He leaves. Right. He, he had that packed bag. But, he had it ready. But, yeah, that's but, but, that was in the car. It was in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, unpacked from Mexico. But the three weeks is that he let me feel like for three weeks 
He's like, you gave up on our marriage. We said we'd mm. never use the word divorce. And I'm like, no, I didn't say divorce. Like, and then he said, you kicked me out. He told no, everyone that I kicked him so out. That's the definition of gaslighting. Gaslighting narcissist, right? <laughs> oh. For sure. And we okay. know you know. I know. Right. <laughs> I know, <Thank> you, doctor. <laughs> doctor said it. It's true. It's true. The doc that's a so. real word, gaslighting. Okay. Yes. That's not the good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here all week, guys. I'm here all week. So, tells everybody I kicked him out. It was like three weeks later, I get messages from this girl. And she says, hey, by the way, you really need to leave him this time. And tells me that she'd been in a relationship with him for like two years. So, we go back. Like, I'm going back in my mind to what was happening about the time that she said they were seeing each other. And I had had to have a hysterectomy. So let's talk about another time that I was low. We talked part one, low number one, low number two. This was like low number three. It was a really hard time for me because I had wanted another baby so badly. And the hysterectomy was like the finality of it's never going to happen. So I think Grayson was about three at the time after Grayson comes along, of course, he's like, Oh, you want another baby? Let's have another baby. I'm like, no, I'm not going to have a consolation baby. I didn't really want three kids. I definitely don't want four. You know, we had been done at two was our agreement. So I have the hysterectomy and I just really go through it after that. I was so devastated that, you know, that part was gone forever And then to find out that he'd been with this girl while I was going through that. And really what what the exclamation point on going through that of not only having another baby was that I'm raising three boys and I only got to have one. And it had nothing to do with the fact that I didn't love those boys like so it's much. I just, you yeah. know, what's crazy is that I wanted to be pregnant again. I just wanted to that have feeling. one more. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go through that twice. And so then to find out that he'd had that affair during that time, like that was like the final straw for me. I was, I just knew like, fuck you. So you get the text message from the girl. Mm -hmm. So she was okay with whatever was going like she was okay with she, being a side chick. I think w- for so, two years. Okay, she got was this fed the up. same side chick with the baby? No, oh, this, was this a different is different. One. This is a different one. This the town is small. And, and actually, people, we are now down to 45. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. He found a bigger market this time because he'd been working in Wichita, okay. which is a little bigger than 50. Uh, okay. yeah, but she, I believe, found out about the current affair, which I didn't know about at the time. Um, and she was mad. The, okay. no, 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 no. So she found out about so, the new affair. I mean, Cliff notes. I, okay. She was or mad. Like a, okay, so she, short. Started texting everybody. So the babies, the the youngest youngest mom, mom. meanwhile, has moved on. Okay. Now is remarried, has another child, which her her story is crazy what he put her through herself. Um, Then this girl finds out about the one when he when we get back from Mexico and he leaves. I knew there was somebody else. I just didn't know who. So when this girl reaches out to me, I believe that she found out about her. Current, yeah. Oh, who he gotcha. went with, who he yeah. had gone with. Oh, and she was like, I'm about to put everybody on blast. Yeah. And what she said is, Smart. she said, listen, he's good. And I fell for him. 
and I am devastated. And I don't, she's like, he's had a baby on you. He's done all this. He like, she knew my whole story. She knew about our trip to Mexico because the first thing that happened when we got to Mexico is he dove in the sea and he lost his Quelo ring. And she's like, he did that on purpose. And she's like, if you could hear the things that he's saying about you, you would just be devastated. So I was kind of like believing some of the things she said and and half questioning things that she said, said because I didn't know what her goal was. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And of course, he's like, she's crazy, crazy. blah, 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 you know, puts so it all on her. It is. Oh, I confront him. No, um, but I don't really confront her until fast forward a couple weeks or several weeks later than I find out about the current one, which is who he's with now. Next question. Um, (laughs) (laughs) As the world turns, (laughs) it's like the young of the rest of Days of our lives. All of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, So how did, so what happened to the one who texted you? I don't know. I hope she hears this because I thank you. I really have wanted to say that to her. Oh, for real? Yeah, absolutely. If she wouldn't have messaged me, I don't know if I would have been done at that point. That's what I was about to ask. You would have stayed for the kids, the family aspect of it. I mean, even after after he left and I saw what life was going to be like for the boys. Man, I I I, every day. 1500 times a day I would think I can't leave because I can't handle oh, so this. So you had a you had a you felt a burden for them yeah. that you didn't want them to go through. I didn't that's you know not even I like a burden that's like a that's that love and if you yeah. and when you when you came to the point of not being able to to bear children anymore not like to give up the two children that you have been in their lives from yeah. the beginning that that that's understandable why you hold on. And to for that. me to be a hundred percent honest, I even told him at the time, I'm like, you know what? If you want to do what you want to do, and and Just I keep this home together up. for the boys, then let then I'd do it because I couldn't. I knew I could see exactly what was going to happen, which is what has happened. And the boys have seen each other. He he hasn't seen Jackson since September, and they live thirty minutes apart. He's seen Grayson. Grayson's came and spent the night with us twice um, since June. It's hard. So mentally, let's say marriage, you were done mentally, but you were still there for the kids. When was the point that you said, I have to put a boundary and stop effort with the kids? What was the moment of that? So... Um, Thanksgiving had come and Jackson went with Jay and I for Thanksgiving and ex-husband had said, you know, the whole time he's still saying he wants to get back together. He doesn't want to get divorced. So he's saying, man, Gray really wants to see the boys. Whenever he would see the boys, he was so focused on me. He really didn't pay attention to the boys, but the boys at least got to see each other. And so. And you recognize this at the time or you recognize this? Oh no, I knew. I knew. And and at this time I had become very calculated because I knew there was someone else on top of this girl. And so I was just like Wait, and he's trying to get back oh, yeah, with you. Absolutely. You know how that works. You use the kids as I mean, like a yeah, little, little yeah. leverage. Hey, come hey, hey, bring the boys over. You come yep. over here. He in the road, butt naked. Yep, exactly. <laughs> the potato chips. <laughs> I, 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 I was talking about seeing the kids and he, 
Yeah, yep. they had a couch, but they was absolutely. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you know, yeah, you know absolutely. Brothers, you, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I just got the shower. <laughs> hey, right there, that's yeah. the and then a velvet, a velvet yep. robe, yep. <laughs> and some cowboy boots on. <laughs> it is kiss. <laughs> Right there, that's hook by the finger. It didn't. It didn't work. No, it didn't. Thank God it didn't work. Well, but that's, that's, that's the time it man, worked. I've done that before. <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about. Let's talk about some things. Yeah. Come over. At the time I remember it worked. Skimpies. Yeah. The, I just did 150 push-ups. I'm sweating. I got the Jaheem sweat like the the D'Angelo, D'Angelo sweat on my body. Yeah. <laughs> And then you like, oh, oh this, yeah, yeah this kids, over. go play upstairs, yeah, go yeah. play upstairs. Over after that, I just bought them a Nintendo, they good. <laughs> this is terrible. So, all right. She got some books upstairs, my daughter don't even read. Okay, maybe it works a couple times. It does. Y'all keep doing it, so it works a couple times. It does, it But does. we get smart, we get smart, yeah. we, yes. get, we get better. Oh, no, you got smart. I, what I got was calculated. Oh, right. Uh-huh. All so, right. I, yeah, I fell into that trap, and I started documenting it, because I knew I had never used anything he'd done. Like, I'd never confronted another woman. I'd never... Been oh, you like were, you that. Were like, I'm gonna and take a I picture was, oh, of you in the robe, oh, and I'm gonna text it to your side <laughs> yes. chick, yes. and I'm gonna let them all know. I oh, absolutely you, did. That's what you mean by documenting? Oh yes, like I mean actually documenting. Mm. Oh wow, calculating. And so that so that was after Thanksgiving, and Jay's birthday is the very first of December. So we find out, or I find out about this other one who I had pretty much knew. This the texter doing or my investigated. This is the texter. No, some, this is a different all right, so one. Get, just give me a, a brief. Does he got a lot of money? No. Is he talented? Is he a singer or no. what, what does he do? He's good looking. He, he, yeah, he's good. I mean, he's good he's looking. A he's a friendly guy. <laughs> no, I mean, he's not. He's a male chick. He got them all. <laughs> he got them all. You know what's crazy? 50 people. 50 people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bigger <laughs> than 50 people. <laughs> But, you know, I was talking to the youngest one's mom and I told her the craziest thing about it is that out of the three moms, because he has three baby mamas now and he's with a woman who has three baby daddies now. Oh, Oh, God. Yeah. So imagine that Christmas, which I would joke. I would like throw little jabs in there after I found out about her about that. And I mean, out of the three baby mothers, we are genuinely good, strong, independent women. Y'all just on a book club. Uh, well, yeah, we should write a book. <laughs> <laughs> a support group? Yeah, write a should. book? You should. <laughs> Be on a podcast? Y'all can, you should. Y'all, y'all can write a book and each person has their own part. Yeah. Like, for sure. Yeah. In the one book. Yeah. And then you go give it to his girl. You know what's funny, one. though, the is one. that, you know, I need this first. But I gave her the blueprint. I did. This is the first one that I actually spoke to. And I told her, listen, he's your whole relationship's built on a lie. Cause she, I confronted her. I'm like, what are you doing with my husband? And she's like, you're not married. She called me a liar. 